Welcome everyone to another episode of Real Talk with Bella. I am your host, Vanessa Kappas, and I'm joined by Bella's publisher, Jennifer DeSillis, and our fabulous guest, Holly Volpe, owner of Holly Volpe Interior Designs. Welcome, Holly. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So Very excited to be here. I, I, we're, we're excited to have you. You are literally coming off being featured uh, in our current issue, which is our beauty issue, which has, uh, I have to say, Jen, we're almost sold out. I'm so grateful. Yeah. <laughs> and you, um, we decided to, to highlight your work because as you can all see, we're all, we all have been forced now to, be, to work from home and your, and your piece really focuses on uh, working from home and, and tips of making a work from home space uh, more, um, not, not just accessible, but actually functional. But let's get started from the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. What made you go into interior design? You know, you know what, it was one of those things that I kind of found later in life, but always had this creative flair, like kind of growing up. Um, so even though I went into the business realm first, um, I always, my home always looked beautiful. I actually used interior designers when I was very young for my own home. Um, had a gift basket business um, on the side because I was always very good at putting together presents for people. So I had this creative flair and um, I kind of knew once I started having my kids, I wasn't going to go back into the telecommunications industry, which is what I was in. Um, quite frankly, I found phone systems very boring. So um, what I did get out of that was project management skills, um, which I can use in any profession that I have. So it's helped me very much with my design world. Um, so I went back to school, um, raised my kids, and once I had them, I started my own business. So, and it's been, you know, very, I've been very blessed. It's been very successful um, since then. Well, and you're now very good I'm at it. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, that's kind of where it evolved. And I know that, um, you know, it, you have to have, like you said, you have to have a, like a, a creative knack. And, and I mean, and you mentioned just being just, very organized and your home was being very beautiful because I look around my own space and I'm like kind of <laughs> need to need, need to brush up on, on all these tips and actually make it a point to make this happen um but why is uh I think people don't really understand the connection between you know a beautiful space to actually your emotional well-being can you talk a little bit about that before we delve into because um by you know the power of connections and everything that we always do. Jennifer actually wrote your interview, not just for InBook, but also helped us to get your um, online piece, which I'm super excited to talk about, your one room challenge that you're a part of. Uh, but why is it important to have an organized space? So a, a couple things, and, and I'll touch on something that's a little personal, but it leads mm -hmm. up and into why I feel this way and why it makes sense. So, um, you know, kind of going back in time as a, as a, as a small child, um, grew up with a single parent. And um, so we didn't have a lot. Um, you know, my, my mom kind of struggled a little bit. But the one thing that I did always have in my own little bedroom was my space. It was Holly's space. And in Holly's space, I always kept it organized. Even from the time I was like eight, nine years old, my room yeah, didn't have much. It wasn't the prettiest of things. But 
It was always organized and I always felt safe and I felt comfortable in that space. So when I went off into design, one of the things I, I knew myself was how the emotions tap into the environment that you're in, you know, with anybody. If you sit in a corner that has a lot of chaos, it's really, really hard to get your mental juices flowing, no matter what profession you're in, because you're just distracted by everything that's around you. You take somebody and you put them in an organized space, that's theirs, and it doesn't have to be huge, it doesn't have to be an eight by eight room, it doesn't have to be an eight by 10 space, even just a little corner somewhere and make it your own, you will see that you will definitely flourish more just because the chaos isn't around you. I know Jennifer's shaking her head because she's- I, Because <laughs> Vanessa knows me. You're speaking to her OCD <laughs> e alter ego over here. <laughs> Vanessa knows me and knows that I am very OCD. I know that sounds like such a bad thing, but I love, like there's something that energizes me about having a clean, organized home, workspace, whatever yes. it may be. I can't, you know, look at dirty dishes. I can't you know, see blankets unfolded. I have, everything has to be organized and neat. And I think that's why I love interior design so much. And I love looking at these beautiful spaces because it's almost, it's calming. It's like, oh my God, this is such a pretty space and I'm more productive. And I, so writing this piece on you, I, I loved it because I love interior design. I love Pinterest. I love seeing all the, the inspiration, but yes, like I directly connected to how I feel emotionally, mentally, you know, how I produce and a hundred percent agree. I love that you touched on that. Oh, perfect. Perfect. And I'm glad that you get it. And, and, and you're right. Some people do understand it and get it because your personality does. And then there are others that really, they don't even know what it is about the environment that they're in that's not working. And usually it's that. It doesn't have to be that you're spending thousands of dollars to create the space. It doesn't have to be that at all. Take what you have, make it your own, and then add to it when you can or when you see fit. And it really does, it goes a long way. It's almost like, you know when they used to tell you, put out, pick out your outfit the night before you get up if you got a meeting the next day, or <laughs> yeah. right? So when yeah. you get up that morning and you get out of the shower, you're already charged up because you don't have to think about what you're putting on. You're like, I got it, yeah. I'm all yeah. good. And it saves you about 15 minutes of standing in the closet and like going, huh, what am I doing with myself? <laughs> yeah. Same thing with your office space. You get up in the morning, you're gonna be more productive if you're ready to go. I have a really hard time uh, with keeping my space organized because I, I I've always like dubbed myself like I work in an organized mess. Like sometimes I am looking and by looking at stuff that's that triggers my creativity. And I, if you actually go into my office um, here in New Jersey, you'll find like I have different workstations from different things. It. Right. I, I don't know what it is about being able to do that. Like if I am writing, I'll go into my office and I can close the door because it's calmer, cleaner, quieter in there. However, if I am creating, you know, something else, then I'll move outside where everybody is so that I can feed off of everybody else's energy and kind of look around and look out the window if I have to. Um, but I'm not, I, I, I don't even, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm not very, I'm not organized at all. I've always had help in, in keeping organized. And even after I had kids, it just seemed like every space around me just kind of exploded. Like every, I was like, oh my God, I thought I was able to keep this one together, but now I see. However, in the midst of all this chaos, my younger son 
is like you, Jennifer, his room is the most organized room in the entire house. He has, um, he, he craves structure. He needs it. Everything has to be lined up. His bed has to be made. His, um, you know, the top of his dresser has to be like clear. Like he, and I'm like, oh my God, where did this come from? Because it's clearly not for me. <laughs> so and I'm just fascinated by, it. and he'll tell me, he's like, you know, I just like my room to be nice and neat. Yeah. But his yeah. mother is not. Anywho. <laughs> in the middle of this um, crazy time that we're living in and where everything uh, is chaotic and everything um, outside of our home is out of our control, what can you uh, tell us to, I mean, it seems like we're getting up and out. It seems like we're going back to, you know, work in our office spaces, et cetera. But still, you know, we are home more than we've ever been. Um, what can you tell us to um, just help us kind of like along this journey of this new normal that we're all navigating just to continue to be even more productive or in our spaces uh, that could help us? You know what, it's probably a combination of stuff. So one is, yes, we talked about, you know, finding carving out that little niche somewhere where you can mm -hmm. you know, be you. That's part of it. The other part of it is, listen, we know not everybody is a work from home personality, right? When they first started the telecommute and stuff way back <laughs> when, yeah, some people yeah. like to get up and get out. Some people get distracted at home. Like, you know, they're putting in laundry and they're like, oh, let me just start dinner. And then the next day they're 45 minutes in the kitchen, getting the roast ready. You know, it yeah. just says, <laughs> so um, I always say we have to dress up and we have to show up and, and, and a hundred percent, you know what? Am I not putting on as much makeup if I don't have to go out? Of course. Am I sometimes sitting here with a blouse on and, and a pair of jeans on the bottom? Of course. And that's okay. But when you get up and you do the normal routine that you would if you were heading out, whether it's taking a shower or whatever, you try to stick to that. And again, it's back to structure. That's what, you know what, we get to work on time. We have to do the same thing in the house. We have to make, you know, make pretend this is, this is work. And I still have to get up and do what I need to do. Um, and even if your personality is not that way and is easily distracted, that's another reason why having that little niche of a spot for you, you know, kind of set back and away from, you know, others is perfect. And even if it has to be in the basement, you know, uh, is it ideal not to be kind of in a corner where there's no windows maybe? Not necessarily, because if you're going to get the job done and you're going to be not distracted in that spot, well, then make that spot your spot for now, or maybe it, maybe it stays. Um, what I've had people say to me now is, listen, whether I was a work from home person or not, it is making me look at my environment more because of all the Zooms that we're doing. Um, we've already heard chatter about there being a new way of doing business after this yep. anyway. You know, yeah. everyone's not going to yeah. hire a bunch of people back. They're going to find that, you know what, it's more cost effective and this works and our productivity is still okay. So we might wind up doing this in the future. So I've actually had new customers um, as a result of that who have said, I've always been working from home, but now that I'm Zooming, I don't 
want anybody seeing my clutter behind me. <laughs> you know, because quite honestly, yeah. some people's arms is a little creepy when you're on yeah. the phone. It's like, put yeah. back there. So trust me, I was when we started this, I was doing my zooms for my my son, my kid's toy room because I could lock myself in there. And then I started <laughs> looking back and I'm like, all yeah. the Legos, all the and I'm like, oh my God, yeah, not a good look. Not a good look. Yes. <laughs> no, and that's that's what gave us the inspiration to do this piece in the beauty issue. You know, usually yeah. sophisticated spaces is, you know, hotels and these destinations. And okay, our new normal is home. We're working yeah. from home, and we all want a beautiful space that we can work in, and we want to cultivate, you know, this comfortable, productive space that we can all be in, and that's our home. So we are so excited we got to do sophisticated spaces with you, and yeah. you know, very, yeah, very, very. very. So um, you mentioned, um, you know, looking, I mean, not having to spend, you know, thousands of dollars. However, you know, if you can appreciate a beautiful piece of furniture, which I can, and I'm more of a shabby chic kind of person. I like to like go into, um, you know, secondhand stores and, 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 and then if I have to fix, but I, I like uh, furniture with character. Um, what, you know, other types of advice though can, as we, set into, you know, step into this again, because like you said, I, I mean, I need an office space for the sake of the amount of shipment that I get of product and, and things. Uh, my husband is like, we are not doing this in our house. Like this is not turning into the Bella warehouse. Um, but you know, what can you, what could be something like really cost effective that we could do right now to just kind of spruce up, you know, even like you know, the, the, the chaos that we do have because we are zooming and what, what, what's something that we could do? You know what? So, so what I always say again to people is, you know, if you don't have a space, let's use the dining room. I'm just going to throw this out there for right now. Um, it does become a catch-all for a lot of people, right? Yes. Everything lands on the dining room table. Um, so whether that's your situation or not, if you have a dining room, and you have the edge of the table that right now that's towards the windows, let's just say. Set that up as your niche right now. You know what? You're not running out to the store. You're not gonna look for a cost-effective desk. You might find one on Amazon somewhere. But in the meantime, you still can take the corner of that table, make sure you got a lot of light so you can see outside. So when you know, you're not, again, facing a corner or a wall somewhere. Set that up for right now. You know, get yourself, you know, a, a couple of files, get yourself a little block. These are little things just pull from the house. It doesn't have yeah. to be beautiful. It just has to be, you know what? I'm going to put my laptop here. I'll make sure my chair is nice and comfortable. If it's a regular chair you're using, you can put a little pillow behind your back just so you can sit and kind of be organized and comfortable. Um, I've also told people, if you have a small fold-up table and even a snack tray, a snack tray is kind of small, but yeah. you could put two next to each other. You could put a small card table in a corner somewhere and even if it means shifting the sofa out of the way, just to create, again, a little niche for you, um, use that. Use that for now. Plug in your laptop. Make sure you can have white space behind you. But the key is, and as you've mentioned, is to create, to actually section off that space and dedicate it for it to be the office. Because I think that's where a lot of you know, the potential distractions come in from working from home and, and just creating that space. And it, I know that it was happening with me because I was in a shared space with my children as they were homeschooling on two ends of the table. I was trying to work um, and do what I needed to do from the other end of the table. And I was like, this is not between 
the screams of frustration with the whole homeschooling situation and me trying to carry a call or a meeting or a conference, yeah. like, it was just not conducive. And then, you know, looking at Legos <laughs> yeah. for five hours a day was really not inspiring. So yeah, eventually I had to carve out a space in my home, which I think everyone obviously has eventually made up just kind of like a home office. But if you don't have the space to have a home office, you're saying to really section off look for a corner in the home and make it a point for that to be your dedicated space. I 100% agree with Yeah, you. and you know what, even projecting forward, like, you know, if, even if this is temporary now and, and you're kind of looking around your house for what you can do later, um, a couple scenarios, you know, I have customers who, ha who are in like townhomes or, or um, condos with the open concept. You know, a lot of the 55 and over communities have that open concept floor plan. And instead of dedicating a room to an office space, we've, again, took a little corner, a little piece of the wall, let's just say, you know, walking through a kitchen and it flows into like the family room on the right hand side. If there's a little piece of wall there, you can buy a really pretty desk. And let, let me tell you, you'll keep it nice because yeah. it's going to be part of your open floor plan. But we've done that where we've carved out a little spot for someone in their day to day functions put some cool shelves on the wall up top of it and it looks great. Um, I've had customers who've turned in the dining room or the living room, that, that forgotten room that, that some people call it, um, yeah. into beautiful offices with French doors on them because they know that they want to be comfortable. Um, I call it, it's design breaking the rules. A long time ago, they used to tell you, well, for resale, don't do this, don't do It doesn't matter anymore. You live, you, you, you function in your home to what, to what makes you comfortable. When you're ready to sell the house, that guy who buys it might not like it anyway, and he's going to do something else yeah, with it. So exactly. I say live for today, and if that's what makes sense for your little spot, do it. Some people have taken the laundry room, and they've taken the, the washer and dryer out, moved it to a basement, and then made that little area their little niche. So there's a lot of little things you can do. You don't need a ton of space. Yeah. Um, now everything is online. Your files are stored online. Um, Obviously, the visual guy who needs to spread out um, might need a bigger space, but it, it can be conducive. You yeah. can do it. No, I think that those are all really, really great tips. Um, what are uh, a few of your, because I'm going to take this right out of your um, interview, because I thought it, that your answer here was really fascinating too. Some of your design tricks um, that you love, uh, like a quick go-to. Uh, for the office? uh-huh for the office or for the home in general because now it just not just you know we're not just working we're doing everything from home yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> well uh, again organized chaos is number one but um you know what even people are rearranging furniture right now you know yeah. what you can really really freshen up a space by one taking a few things away and maybe adding them somewhere else or just moving things around it oh, oh my gosh it comes a lot it goes a long long way um, oftentimes it's, you need to take away people often will have too much stuff. Um, but simple, simple things. You can throw new pillows on a sofa. Boom. You can put a floral around. You know, you know, when you go to, um, Home Depot or Lowe's, they have the flower baskets, mm -hmm. you know, with the plastic mm -hmm. thing with the hook on it. The plastic mm -hmm. thing is very, very cheesy to me. Take it home, <laughs> cut those yeah. off and you've got a beautiful flower pot that you could stick right on the center of a table, on your counter. You just cut the plastic off. 
the arrangement looks beautiful. It's just yeah, really yeah, yeah. heavy plastic thing, nowhere. Um, nowhere but that's yeah. a, a simple, simple little solution. Um, always bringing the outside in uh -huh. always uh -huh. makes us feel better. Um, yeah. It just does. There's something about little orchids out there are so beautiful. You can get those at ShopRite, guys, at Walmart. Yeah. And they last forever. Um, even the succulents are great. The greenery always makes you feel good. You don't have to water them all the time. But those are small, simple things. Rearrange, pack up some things you don't need anymore. Put some things out that make you, make your, I always say, make your heart sing. You know what? Yeah. It could be this. That's not about matching your decor. That's about what does this mean to me? You know what? If it nah. meant something to you, you don't even realize it. Stick it on the windowsill. When you look at it, it's going to set off an emotion that you don't even know existed. So um, I think right now people should be getting organized because you're not going out at night, all hours of the night um, and weekends. You know, you ha definitely have more time than you had before. Um, yeah. So. Those I think I hit that nesting period in the beginning, but now like three weeks in, I was over it. I was like, yeah, I'm tired of cleaning and organizing and moving and rearranging. Like I'm done. And I told my husband, I'm like, I need new patio furniture because it seems like we are going to be spending a lot of time at home. So I want to be able to be comfortable outside. So uh, we're looking into that over the next few weeks to get something because it's like, what else is there to do right now? That, I mean, you can spray paint outdoor furniture. You can do a little sanding, a little spray painting. You can, you know, uh, people talk about reupholstering cushions. Reupholstering's yeah. not cheap. It's not. Um, no, so it's I not. Say, I, yeah. No. I remember it, finding a couch that I love the style of the couch, and I was in, but the fabric was like hideous. And I remember like looking into reupholstering. I was like, oh my god, I might as well just buy a new couch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I always say, if you love the piece and it's something that you would like, and you would buy the same thing anyway then reupholster because then it doesn't yeah. matter you love it yeah. that's what yeah. you're going to pick up. but for outdoor cushions you know what you, you can find a close enough size out there now you really can it's different than what it used to be so even if you have odd shaped furniture you know uh, where it used to be oh the size is a little bit off most of these companies ballard designs front gate um brandon road even walmart on amazon you're going to find the dimensions that you need and oh my goodness, a rug, new outdoor rug and new cushions change everything. But even, um, and that just, you know, reminded me, like, even, as you're saying, uh, with the matching of the sizes and whatnot, that has become kind of like a trend in design that not everything has to be matchy-matchy and not everything, because I remember that being the case before and you know my mom matching the pillows to the curtains and the, and the paint, like everything had to, and I was like, oh my God, like this, it's so, even with fashion, like it's no longer the case. You're mixing prints, as long as they kind of harmonize together, they work together. So um, I love that. So talk to us about this one room challenge that you're involved with. I know that you're super, super excited about it. I, you know, look forward to seeing, you know, what you come up with uh, because it's, it's, although I may just hire you to just come <laughs> and, do, and do it for me, but. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and actually today, today there'll, there'll be a new post on there today. Yeah. So, yeah. So the one room challenge is, um, you know what? It's, it's an organization that runs this twice a year. Um, there are designers that are handpicked as like the select uh, 20. Um, those, those folks have been around a while. They've got a great following. Um, you know, they're, they're wonderful at what they do. 
um, you know, they, they've kind of earned their, earned their space. And then there's, you can participate along with it as a guest designer, which is what we are doing this year. Um, and Better Homes and Gardens follows it. So it's really good for your portfolio. It's good for all those things. But the best part about it is because we're quarantined, um, you pick a space, you've got normally it's six weeks. They gave you eight this year because of quarantine. And you've got eight weeks to transform a space. Now, typically most of us would pick a client's project that is kind of, you know, moving along. But since we're stuck in, um, most, most are, are choosing a spot in their house. Um, and you have to be realistic in that there are going to be some constraints on getting this done. Um, I mean, yeah, you know, granted, we've got connections that most people don't have, um, but certain things are out of our control. Um, yeah. You know, uh, so it, it made it a little bit harder, but so it made sense to kind of pick a room and use some of the elements that were in it um, instead of starting from scratch um, and having to worry about things getting here on time. You know, we can't control delivery trucks and production, um, you know, uh, departments, but some stuff we can. Um, as we speak, I do have, uh, I have my wallpaper is going up above my chair rail. That was just, I just had shadow boxes put in and painted and now the wallpaper's going up. So um, I sanded my own hutch um, and repainted it with like a nice black mat. Um, I'm swapping oh, out some beautiful. knobs on a piece of furniture. Yeah. So, so, so that's what it is. So after the eight weeks, so you get to follow along, you get to blog about it, Instagram about it. People get to really see a part of you, even if you're not a do-it-yourselfer, um, they just get to see how much you can do within that short period of time. Um, okay. And then in the end, there is voting that goes on and um, uh, Better Homes and Gardens does choose um, a designer or two to become one of the 20 for next year um, or for the next season. So very, very exciting. A um, lot of fun. It kind of puts you to the test because you have a start and a finish um, and you got to talk about it. Um, yeah. One thing as designers, you know, there's a lot of, you could share and talk about with projects, but when you're in the moment of doing stuff, sometimes I'll leave someone's house and go, oh, you know, I should have taken a picture of that and shared it on my social media. You know what, when you're in the moment, it's not that, you don't, you don't always think about that. You have all this stuff. It's not that you don't have the content. Um, you certainly have it, but being able to capture it, well, this is making me do that. It's like yeah. <laughs> making me, all right, what are you working on now? Yeah, Make sure you write about it. Make sure you show it. So um, yeah, very, very exciting. Um, and you can follow along on our, our social media stuff, like Holly Volpe Interior Design, um, and we blog it and we share uh, you know, stories about it all week long. So well, it looks so, amazing so far, I have to no, say. No, it looks phenomenal. Yeah. So when is, when is it, like, when is the finale you have until when? So we are the week of July, um, excuse me, June 17th um, okay. is, like, the final reveal. So we are okay. at the 14th. Um, every Thursday we post. Um, so today marks the 4th, so we're halfway through. Okay. Um, yeah, so very, very, very exciting. That's a lot that, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that if I, I think, you know, and maybe, maybe I just, it just triggered an idea. Once you're done with all of this, we could do something with the Bella readers where you direct that. And, um, you know, we kind of pan pick, um, you know, the best design in the end. I think that could be something really cool that we could do oh, together. Very fun. Very fun. Yeah, I love that. that could be, that could be really fun too. You mentioned wallpaper. And I have a question <laughs> because I remember 
when wallpaper was like the sh the shiznit, right? Like everybody had wallpaper. It was the thing. I know that um, one of my rooms in my house, because we're actually in the process of um, of we before quarantine, I was going to start the remodeling of my kitchen. Like my, I'm actually in a room that we had completely like gutted the floors, and this was what is what I have made my office now, uh, because it's the only room that nobody like that. It was like the the, the dead the dead space. Um, I do have one room upstairs that still has wallpaper, and my husband is like, that's so antiquated, that's so outdated but I happen to love it. And I've gone mm. to places and spaces, especially in the city, that they'll have just one room where it's completely wallpapered. Mm. Um, and I don't know if you remember back in the, I would have to say like early nineties, where it was just like that one wallpaper strip that would go around, border. you know, the room border. or near the ceiling, the border. border, right? And everybody had a border. Um, so clearly wallpaper is still okay. Oh. Hot. <laughs> okay. Listen, that is one of the biggest things right now. It is a okay. game changer. I'm sorry. There's so many textures out there. Um, there's tone on tones for the guy that's like, ah, I want a little bit of color, but I don't want to go way off the charts. And then there are people who really like, I have one customer, we did black wallpaper around one whole room and then did a mural on another wall and it looks sharp. Um, yeah. The biggest misconception about wallpaper right now is people do think of it as, again, back in, like you said, the late yeah. 80s, early 90s, when <laughs> we all had it or our mothers had it and we were yeah. like, ooh. It was like, it was like grandma's house, you know, like it was like your grandma. Yeah. Yeah, but now it's so cool. Like there's yeah. geometric shapes and colors and I love a good wallpaper. Oh. And I love when you can feel it and you can see it. So now, nowadays, um, and I do, I, I often have customers who are in that transition phase where they're ripping it down. So it's been 20 years and they're like, okay. I got to redo the house. So me coming in going, oh, you just took the wallpaper down. Let's put some new wallpaper up. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> but um, aside from that, when they see the new styles and textures, it's a whole game changer. So that's the first thing. So yes, it's back around. It's hot. Don't don't steer away from it. If you're if you're a little bit um, hesitant to go real bold and big, then do something a little bit more simple. Do an accent wall. Do the ceiling. We're doing ceilings a lot. That's okay. The second thing is is it's how it's applied. At the end of the day, it's got to be primed. If you have a good wallpaper guy, which obviously we use good wallpaper people. Yeah. Um, it's got to be primed in the right way and put up the right way so that if you do change your mind in a few years, or I had, I had one customer where we put it up and uh, they were like, Oh, I don't, I don't know if I'm liking it. And it was like, yeah. you know, a little a quarter of a wall done. They were able to take it down the next, and, and it was fine. So um, because it was prepped the right way. Um, uh, way back when you hear people talking about, oh, I wanted to take it off myself. No, because I, I remember, you know, even myself, like I remember helping one of my, my best friends. She wanted, it was like the whole, it was like the border age, right? Where you had to have a border of some sort in your house and yeah. she wanted something in her room. And I remember, um, because believe it or not, my first career was interior design. Yes, I, I did. I studied I, it for three. <laughs> um, Fashion and design goes together. 
Yeah. So, um, but I realized very quickly, I didn't, it was architectural design. I didn't want the architecture part of it. I wanted the creative part of it. So I was more creative than actually sitting down and, you know, drawing out the, the plans. Um, but I remember it just being so difficult to take off and in the Dominican Republic, which is obviously where I'm from originally, we have concrete walls and go try taking freaking wallpaper. I see your eyes. I try taking wallpaper off a concrete wall. It is like, it's like, death it's just crazy messy and grannies in it yeah that yeah. would make sense it's it's crazy so before we go because we've been talking about interiors for almost an hour now believe it or not which i'm fascinated we'll talk about this forever <laughs> i love it i love it i think, <laughs> I think some, something that our listeners would actually appreciate because i um i mentioned wallpaper because my husband hates it i love it my husband has a very industrial stainless steel modern sense of uh just preference right for everything and i'm like character shabby chic let's i love the worn it doesn't have to be completely you know uh, finished i love that it has like a scar you know like the furniture has is going to tell us a story how do you <laughs> take because they're polar opposites, you know? It's like really dark, modern, a lot of lights. I'm like dark, toned down. Like how do you find a happy medium? Because we literally get into dragged out fights about the, even like deciding the color of our room right now. It's, it's just been like, oh my God, I want like earth tones and he wants like black. And he, you know, and I'm like, what is happening right now? So how do you find like a happy medium in that space? So. What I often tell people, so now, so there's, so you've seen two, two types of styles. So yeah. the industrial person, it's going to be more on a cooler scale. It's going to be um, a little bit colder. It's usually more sheen in, in what we do. There's metals and, and that type of thing. On the eclectic, shabby, chic, like, like personality type of a person like you are, um, a good way to marry the two is you can take the color from his perspective. So maybe it is a gray. Maybe it's a charcoal. Um, uh, maybe it's maybe it's a white. And then add to it the weathered effects that you like. So it. it doesn't have to be so sheen and so you know perfect and like you yeah. see an industrial. Yeah. yeah. And so like for instance, there's wallpapers out there that have almost like a they're a leather look, but it's like a vinyl. There's some that obviously are real sheen and just perfect, but then there's the imperfect ones that give that rustic kind of more suburban, yeah. you know, I'll say rundown look versus, yeah. so he gets the color, he gets, you know, that piece of it. You can get more of the, the texture part of it. And that's where you can kind of meet in the middle so that it, 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 they both balance each other. Um, that's one way of doing it. Yeah. Um, you also can take a color down or, or, or up a notch so let's say it is, let's say he likes the charcoal or, or, the, or the steel or the black. To help you meet him in the middle, we go lighter. We go to a lighter gray. We go to a mushroom color that's kind of like an in-between a gray um, and a taupe. And, and, and that kind of meets us in the middle. Um, same thing with sheen. You know, you, you see chrome. Chrome is polished and bright. You go to a brushed nickel. That helps kind of bring you towards where you need to be. So 
Yeah, there's there's a there's a lot of ways that you can do it, and we do have you know that happens a lot where where there's two different tastes. Oh my god, everything from like I, we were uh, shopping for new lamps for my bedroom like a few years ago, and I literally I walked out of the store. I was like, I'm fucking, done. I'm done, I'm done. We can't even pick a lamp. Like this is insane. Um, because he wanted you know a stainless steel, and I'm like, how can you sleep with that next to you? Like I can't, I can't even like close my eyes like I think it's gonna like hit me over the head um so yeah it's it's just fascinating I, but we did end up going with something that had like a varnished um kind of like worn and it is metal but it looks yep. like wood so then that was like our happy medium like okay it's metal but it still looks like wood so I'm okay with that and it's so yep. interesting how everybody brings kind of like their own uh, because he grew up in Iowa, which I would think he would love the whole shabby chic farmhouse look. Health to the no. He had, wants nothing to do with it. And I grew up in the Dominican Republic, where on a island, you have a lot of wood and like everything is wood. You have, and you actually have everything custom made. Like that's just how I grew up. We would have like our bed frames made and our, you know, our bedroom sets mm -hmm. custom made, you know, any yeah. this X, Y, Z, uh, just because it's obviously affordable to do so. And the woods, you know, are available. Uh, but that has always been our challenge. I mean, we haven't even painted this house. We've been living here almost nine years and we're finally to the point because it's like, I loved it because it was earth tones. He completely hated it. He's like, it looks like Pepto-Bismol. And I'm like, no, but it's, chic, shabby, yeah. <laughs> and homey, and homey. So we are definitely going to continue to pay attention to your one room challenge as it develops. And we're going to look forward to the, fi the finale uh, in the week of June. I know this, this um, will be airing uh, beforehand. So we're going to be uh, looking for that. And I'm excited to see what you come up with. So excited. Um, I love your, your inspiration pictures, like in the beginning of, I'm um, like, I can't wait to see this. It looks so good. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Awesome. And I can't wait till we can see each other and I can actually, you know, go and, and get some pointers because we're in the place. Like my husband is like over it. He wants this kitchen done. He wants like, and I think I know, but you know, we, but we, I, we all know, I don't know. Um, how can people, uh, connect with you? How can people find you? How can people hire you to, um, even do, cause I'm assuming you're doing virtual consultations right now. That's oh, what yeah. we're, yeah. yeah. How can people yeah, connect yeah. with you? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So, um, so we are on Instagram. Um, we're at HV interior design. Um, we're on Facebook. Um, Holly Volpe interior design there. Uh, we're even on Pinterest house all under my name, Holly Volpe. Um, so you can connect with us there. You can DM us. You can send a, a, you know, an Instagram, um, um, you know, you can DM us on Instagram. You can send us a message on Facebook. Um, you can call us obviously um, at 732-252-9900. Um, and we, we, we would be happy to help. Yes, we're doing a lot of Zooms, a lot of Skypes. People will call me and say, hey, you know, I just have a couple questions. Can you help me out? Um, our consults are always actually free. Uh, we do do 30 minute consults free just so I get to see what what the project exactly. is. yeah yeah, like, yeah. so yeah, yeah. Um, you can find us anywhere we are pretty much on all social media channels which is great well this has been a treat you actually gave me some ideas uh just from my own space and and 
my own peace of mind uh, to us and just, you know, how, also on how to approach my husband as we, uh, you know, decide on how to move forward with, you know, all of these spaces and the colors. Cause I, I, I'm definitely getting my wallpaper. I want it. <laughs> uh, no, but I can't wait till we can actually meet and actually come up with, you know, um, because now having you even more accessible as part of a Bella family is always, um, kind of like, you know, the, 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 uh, the perk, right. Uh, of that. And, um, like I said, I cannot wait to see your one room challenge. I'm so grateful that uh, you're part of our, our our family, and I look forward to more from from you. And um, we are gonna do. I think that that's just a cool uh, idea to do with our readers. Is we're gonna do our own, and um, you know, you can spearhead. That's that's all you. <laughs> 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 yeah and I think that we can get that going and I think a lot of people because it's really it's really fascinating I think when people really understand and I think that because of the times that we're living in now we've understood how important it is to pay attention to the space that you're in uh I think that you know what you're doing is uh, a service to to anyone who seeks out your advice so thank you thank, thank you, you so much thank you. and uh we appreciate your time until next time Thank you, Holly.